Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh, welcome along. It's the Monday morning episode. You get it on a Sunday evening sometimes, if you're IFS. Hashtag subscribe or perish. Um, if you don't know what IFS is, it's the Iron Filing Society. Go to Patreon slash yeah, Top Flight Time thing. Machine. You should mention what it is, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, because you know what it is if you're in it, but we, yeah. we, we, don't, we don't worry if you're already in it, apart from saying yeah. thank you. But let's be honest, we've already got the transactional relationship up and running. For those of you who are not in it, then it's subscriber. So you get early episodes, you get low... Lo- I mean, you wouldn't believe the amount of extra content we put out. We have, you'll have a podcast Shit. every day of the week. Live shows, um, early bird tickets, live streams, fucking music shows on Mixcloud. The lot. Oh, very I, I reasonably priced. And you yeah, just we, go to Patreon and do it. Yeah. But I've just realised there's like a generic message in every episode that isn't an IFS one. Urging oh, people to sign on up. There. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so waste, well this is wasted airtime, crucial, it's, valuable airtime, and I apologise to everyone. It, it's a good opportunity to explain once again what it is because um, it basically it keeps this podcast going. It does, yeah. Let's be we, honest. We do this it's a the lot, IFS don't subscribers we? I mean, keep I, it going. I'll be honest. I enjoy doing this a great deal, right? I'm not going to pretend I don't. But at the same time, the amount we do it, like we do it loads it wouldn't be financially viable. It would, just wouldn't be viable unless we were getting money mm. because to do one every day. Anyway, I'm not complaining. It's fucking right, laugh. But, you know, at the same time, subscribe or perish. Yeah, but if we don't continue because there hasn't been enough subscribers, we'll have to, I don't know what, when a sandwich shop or something. And our hearts yeah. wouldn't be in that. I'll, I'll be and honest. Nothing I'll against honest, sandwich right? shops. As a vegetarian... If 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 you go like, what's the worst thing about being vegetarian? It's probably the limited sandwich choices, because there's loads of different nice things I eat Mm. as a vegetarian, and don't I don't miss meat or fish or anything like that. Especially not Mm. fish. No one fucking likes fish if if they're honest with themselves. Well, not even fish fingers. Yeah, I mean that's the best fish. That's the best fish. But why is it the best fish? Because it's in crispy breadcrumbs. Yes. And I put it to you that anything in crispy breadcrumbs is delicious. Yeah. Uh, I'll also say that fish and chips from the chippy is also lovely because it's covered in lovely hot, greasy batter. But anything in fucking batter. Nowadays, they do battered halloumi in chip shops. And I'm not talking about just London Ponzi ones. If you go to fucking Isle of Wight to my favourite chip shop there, right? Mm. Nothing fried halloumi. Halloumi, mm-hmm. big block of halloumi and fucking batter, mate. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, listen, sometimes, you know, I, I I do try and watch what I eat. I try and eat kind of healthily. Yeah. And I have very, v- vaguely healthy alternatives. Now and again, I'll get a piece of cod mm. from 
from the supermarket and yeah. I'll put it in the oven for yeah. 20 minutes, wrapped in foil. Yeah. Maybe you have a little bit of lemon juice on it. Uh, there's yeah. no batter involved. It's just yeah. the cod. Yeah. Fucking joyless, Sam. Joyless. Absolutely miserable. Like, I literally feel like crying while you're describing it because yeah. I was once you. I once used to occasionally think, I'll have some cod because it's very it's healthy. Protein. Fuck. Fuck a bit of cod. Fuck it. Fuck it in its eye. Well, no one wants fucking, a bit of cod. Put it in fucking butter. Batter it, and then we'll then we'll sit Deep down and have a fucking conversation. But batter anything, and we'll sit down and have a fucking conversation. Of course we will. Did you see the little uh, tweet that I sent you on the WhatsApp about half an hour ago? During oh, yeah, the, uh... I've ju- is it? Does it feature <laughs> Tina, the lovely Tina Moore? It does feature the lovely Tina well, Moore. Well, I clicked on the link, and I, this has never happened to me before. But right. it said, this is adult content. You what? cannot view it. Listen to this, right? This Is this a scam? This is adult content. You cannot view it unless you put in your birth date. Now, on my profile, I'd never put on my birth date because your birth date's out there if people really want it. But it's best not to advertise it too much, you know, no. because it just makes be, you know, people seeing your identity that bit easier, I guess. Yeah, of course it does. But I don't think it goes public if you put it in just to see if it is. Well, who knows? Well, anyway, I, but despite all of these reservations, I was desperate <clears throat> to see the clip, mm. especially when I knew it was an adult nature. I thought there could be tits involved here mm. and I am willing to risk my identity being thieved by some like nefarious Russians if I get to see some knockers. I put it all on the line just for one glimpse of some knockers. You right. didn't get to see any. I didn't get to see knockers, so I was disappointed. But I'm always delighted to see the fragrant Cockney mm. Queen, Tina Moore. Yeah. But I mean, you say fragrant. In this case, she's actually probably reeking of Bisto, because that's what the advert's oh. for. She's knocking up. I, I mean, I'll just play the advert, I think. Yeah, go on. And you, I know we've got the visuals, but I'll just play it. Here we go. Bet Bobby's getting hungry. Liver and bacon, that'll put him back on his feet. And a nice big helping of Bisto. Bisto gravy made with meat juices. Brown and thick and tasty. Just a thing after a hard game. Bisto, with the goodness from your meat. The nourishing way to make gravy today. Oh, did you see the liver and bacon in it that she's prepared? Mm. <laughs> you get a close-up. I get, I get a bit... I get a bit flashbacks about liver and bacon because, as you'll remember, I chucked a plate of it at my old band, didn't oh, I? Oh, you did? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry if I've triggered you with that. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, bit um, triggery. There are one, two... There seems to be at least six pieces of liver in a bowl uh, <laughs> flanked either side by some rashes of bacon. And then she's just poured some bisto on the top of it. Ah, oh, it's the sort of dinner that that's the sort of dinner that World Cup triumphs was built on. Yeah. Meanwhile, Bobby's out playing for England, kicking it around. <laughs> their kitchen has got lots of Bobby memorabilia on, like a pinboard in the corner of their kitchen. Um, but I think he's at Fulham at this point. It's post West Ham, but he's playing for England. Oh. Um, I don't know. It might still be his West Ham era. I don't know. But the Bisto, I imagine Bisto then probably was just made from meat. Bisto now is vegetarian. Bisto is it? Yeah. Well, don't you get a vegan, choice? I think it's don't vegan. Get a choice. I think it is. I don't think you do. I think it's it's. I think it's vegan. 
meat or vegan? Because me, me vegan daughter has uh, Bisto. It's Bisto vegan. I I made a big roast today. I've had the family round. I made a big roast and I made two types of gravy from scratch. One Mm. for the vegetarians, one for the meat eaters. Because I roasted the chicken as well, even though I'm not touching it myself. There was a few meat eaters coming around. So I was quite proud of that, two types of gravy. And it received compliments. So well done, mate. Very good. Yeah, well done, you. Uh, Bisto is not vegan, apparently. I, I could have sworn it was. Maybe she has a vegan version of it. I don't know. Um, there's a website called veganfriendly.org, which seems to have um, about 1,200-word essay about whether Bisto's vegan or not. All these lads, the vegans, they're out chucking vegan milk lads. about in the shops, aren't they, this weekend? Oh, they've been doing that, haven't they? Yeah, I saw yeah, that they, in Waitrose. I didn't. I didn't understand why they were chucking milk about, but mm. I was intrigued. I thought this sounds good. My instinct mm. was this sounds like a right laugh. There's a bunch yeah. of lads. They're in Waitrose and they're, and and Harrods, and they're oh, chucking Harrods a load well. of milk around. Okay. Why? What's the tickle? What's the game? What's yeah. their agenda? What's the angle? What's the back end? What's the back end? What's my What's my fucking cut? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's my vig? What's, what's the this vig? gonna do for Delaney? What's the vig? I could be, I could get on a scooter and be at fucking Harrods in fifteen minutes, mate. No well, problem. Quite a claim. No, no problem. I could be at door to door. I could be at Harrods fifteen minutes if there's milk chucking going on, and you want yeah. me involved on either side because I don't know what side I want to be on yet. Till you get I there, could, till you assess I'll the situation. The term, I'll take the Terminator. I'll mm. assess the situation and I'll start either swinging at the milk What's... throwers. Or the yeah. milk throwies. What's what's the protocols here? You'd say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I'm here to optimise my protocols vis-a-vis this milk throwing situation. Where in do Harrods. I stand? <laughs> my name's Sam Delaney. Yeah. D- Delaney, Sam Delaney. Here's my NUJ card. Let me through. Right. What's going on? Mm. <laughs> Are they in the food hall? I hope so, because everyone knows that's the best bit. Used to be the pet bit. But then they got rid of the lions, so now it's always the, lions, the food didn't hall. They? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Diana made them get rid of the lions, I think. Did she? Yeah, pretty sure. Sport, yeah, sport. she didn't approve of it. It's Diana. I'm not. I'm not feeling. Have you still got lions there? Oh, hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Diana. Yes. It's Mohammed. Uh, yeah, we got lions. Why? So you want we got, I'll give you a nice price on one of the lions. No, I don't want one. In fact. I don't want anyone to have a lion. I don't think you should be seeing them. Come oh, on, come people on. love lions. All the rich guys love a lion. I got Lo- cute people queuing up to buy a lion. I'll baby It's ones. a luxury product, like the iPod. <laughs> come on, don't what? be a sports spot, Diana. This is what Harrods is all about. Name another shop where you can buy a lion. You can't get well, a lion in want- fucking Argos. I mean, I'll try to sell lizards. I used to sell lizards, but the guys used to flush them down the toilet when they got sick of them. You can't do that with a lion. Tell, I tell you, getting rid of a lion in London in this day and age, it's the only thing that's harder than getting rid of than a pot of paint. You ever try to get rid of paint, Diana? <laughs> no one will take your paint. And I tell you, you, you try to go throw it in the canal, even late at night, they'll fucking find you. They'll and see they will you. find you big time. <laughs> Those canals, are get, they're getting watched now. <laughs> they got watchers on the canal. So all I'm saying is, got any pain? 
Call me. Call old Uncle Mohammed. I got a connection. <laughs> now, if it's a line you want to get rid of, very difficult. You take a line to the local dump. They're gonna. They got Chaos. people waiting there. There's no section for lions. <laughs> you completely missed the point, Mohammed. What I'm saying is, I just want the sale of lions and all big cats to cease in Harrods. I guess the closest that the that the tip for lions will probably be, uh, I don't know, recycled clothes, maybe because of the skin. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you could make a nice. I, I tell you what, back in uh, back in the old days in Egypt, I uh, I used to have a nice lion skin coat. I used to wear to the disco, <laughs> and the ladies liked it very much. The collar was made of the lion's mane, and uh, the jacket, you know, the main part of the jacket, mm. it was just lion skin. I looked like John Travolta. <laughs> But when I move here to the UK, I couldn't bring it with me because it's illegal here to wear a lion jacket. You know that? Uh, this country, I love this country, but I can't tell you, it's a crazy place. Maybe, maybe, Diana, maybe you could have a word with your uh, former mother-in-law. Maybe get her to change the rules a little for rich I, guys with lion coats. Tell her from me, right? You pass this on from old Uncle Mohammed, Uncle Mo, right? You tell her. She see fit to change the rules. I can get a really nice lion dress. Yeah, I seen those lion twin set. She can have a lion twin set, lion dress, lion raincoat, whatever she want, I deliver. She, she can wear it to the garden party. She can wear it behind closed doors if she feels uncomfortable. I don't care. But And I also get, I also offer 15% off an actual lion. And that's special. That? You tell her. Uncle Mo said a special queen discount on all lions. <laughs> all lions must go. Clear out. End of season sale. Fresh lions coming in after Christmas. We've got to get rid of all these lions. <laughs> I wish I hadn't bothered calling. <laughs> all the best. God bless. Love to family, Diana. You're a good girl. <laughs> I appreciate what you're trying to do, but it's very naive. Oh man, I've just looked at that fucking um, Bobby Moore advert, liver and bacon bisto. Obviously, the fucking first reply underneath that is someone who says uh, it's a liver Lampard. Basically, no. he says uh, also liver needs to be pink in the middle. That's overcooked. Can't. And then he's, the he's 70s, fucking replied again. And then he's gone the again. He's your prick. He's gone again. Then he's gone, needs onions too. Fucking hell. Can get a life. Jeez. Of course, when I chucked the liver and bacon at my dad, it was in a fancy place and it was pink in the middle and the gravy yeah, was done. very rich and plentiful and there was lots oh. of sort of onions that had been caramelised. And I often think about that and think, it wasn't just like the awful spectacle of a son committing an act yeah. of, let's be honest, violence in a way towards his father and all of mm. the terrible implications around that. It's also the waste of some delicious dinner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's that's the main takeaway from me. Right. My dad's been around my house today, which is very okay. rare occurrence. I don't really see him much, but he actually came round. I was delighted. Uh, he came round, my sister and my niece and my brother-in-law, and I made a roast. It was great. And then... I just sat back and waited for some stories out of my dad. Right, yeah. And I knew did they they'd come? come. 
He was in quite a good mood. The first <clears> funny <throat> thing he said was, uh, I, I started telling you this off air, but I'll, I'll quickly tell it now, is that I received a book in the post last week, right? I told you this, right. didn't I? I, was, I received you a book in the post. Air, yeah. And it was sort of like, I wasn't expecting a book in the post. And I don't know whether it's just because I'm getting old and weird, extra weird by the day. But if I received something like that in the post I wasn't expecting, it disturbs me somewhat. It was unsolicited book. So I opened it up and I looked at this book and I looked inside it and I was looking for a compliment. Where's the compliment slip with the compliments written on it? Explain yourself, book. Explain, yeah, this book has arrived with no explanation whatsoever, right? It's unsettling me. It it unsettled me. That's exactly the right term. And I don't know whether it was because recently I told you the story about when that person dropped a teddy bear at my yeah. old office with a button for its eye. And I found Very that a bit intimidating, yeah. right? And I was like, I don't know what it was, but this book, it angered me, right? Jesus. And I looked at it and I was going... It was the middle of the day. My wife was home and I was going, what the fuck's this? I sort of lost my temper. I was like, ah, what the fuck's this book someone's fucking sent without a note? And I looked and it said, but, and it said, Yelty is the name of the book. And it says by Samuel Delaney, right? And yeah. I thought, oh, there is an author called Samuel Delaney. Samuel R. Delaney who's a famous uh, sci-fi author, right? Wow. So I thought, not that the book looked like a sci-fi number. It's got some old Irish geezer on the cover. But I thought to myself, some fucking clown thinks it's funny or interesting to send me a book by the author Samuel Delaney because it's got so name, and that's it. There's no note. So I became really agitated and my wife was going, calm down, let me have a look. I'm sure there's a note in there somewhere. And I was like, ah, I fucking looked. I tore the envelope over there, there's no note, there's nothing. There's nothing written inside the book. And she said, well, what are you going to do with it? And I ran upstairs because I needed a wee because sometimes I need an anger wee, right? Oh, is that how you get, you ah, get your anger out? Yeah, away. Piss, 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 piss. And I ran out and I genuinely said to her, I'm going to fucking burn it. Burn it. <laughs> I thought, who knows what's in this fucking book? Ricing? For all I know, it's ISIS yeah, who exactly. sent it to me. Yeah, exactly. my first right? thought, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking ISIS sending old Delaney because they... Because of his journalism skills, they think he could be a threat, right? Mm. I thought, fuck that, we're burning it. She went, well, you're not burning the fucking book. I said, mm. you don't have to help me. I'll take it in the garden and burn it. So I went for this piss. When I came back down, she said, listen, Sam, this book was written by your grandfather. No, it fucking wasn't. He never wrote a book. She went, what was your grandfather's name? I said, Samuel Delaney. She went, yeah, well... And I said, well, how do you know it's him? She went, because I just read the foreword of the book and it's written by your uncle, Paul. Ah. She said, now, clearly, he's, you know, he's explained in the foreword that after your grandfather died and they were going through his um, personal effects, mm. like you do when someone dies, don't you? You go through their personal yeah, do, effects. Course, yeah. If you're lucky. Decide, decide which ones of their records you can have. Yeah, books. you start like, yeah. well, you have a right good divvy up. Don't you? Yeah, you do. It's part oh, of the morning dead, process. They're dead, are they? Yeah. When are we doing the divvy up then? Oh, I can come round now if the di- I don't want to miss it. Yeah, that'll get there late, miss the best stuff. Miss the best stuff, like when you turn out late at the car boot and all the good things are I don't, gone. I don't walk out of there with a couple of fucking tea towels, some magazines. <laughs> fucking hell. And his shittest mug. <laughs> A fucking mug with, like, the logo of LBC Radio, but from the 80s. 
right? So I, I said, so they've gone for his personal effect. I mean, my granddad died years ago, like 1997. And uh, they've gone through it. And they apparently, according to this foreword, they found a, a short story that he'd mm. written, but never told anyone about it. My, my granddad wasn't a writer. He worked for Kodak in the, right. in the factory making film. You know. Listen, we're all writers if we decide we well, are. quite. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. He had quite a, just a life of toil, as men of that generation did. But obviously on the side, to entertain no one but himself, he wrote a little short story based around where he'd grown up in Newry, which is in Northern Ireland. And they found it. And now years later, my uncle has, has seen fit to get it, like, printed up and bound as a slim, very slim book. Oh, and, nice. he's, and it's transpired that he sent it out to everyone in the family, so it yeah. received a copy of it, right, as a surprise. Yeah. But I still never... So well, she, she calmed down. She said, you were going to burn this. You were going to burn it because you well, couldn't be... But you got angry before you'd even opened the first page and read well, the foreword. could... Has Uncle Paul never heard of a compliment slip? That's what I fucking thought. Yeah. What's, what's with the fucking mystery? What's with the fucking mystery? Write me a fucking note. It's not right? even mystery. It's not even mystery. It's just the, the cold-hearted, clinical... Just, yeah, just stick it, it in, have been a nice sti- thing. Stick it in a fucking envelope, post it out. And like my wife's like, have you sent your uncle? Have you sent your uncle a text to say thanks? For I said, no, I fucking haven't. And she went, why not? And I said, well, because I don't feel very grateful because I think it was rude the way he sent it without a fucking note. He's not yeah. getting a fucking thank you from me. Having said all of that, I did think it was nice that my granddad had written this story, and I am looking forward to reading it. But my dad turned up yeah. today, and I thought, my dad's the oldest of of all his siblings. There's fucking eight of them. Mm. Eight. My dad's the oldest. They're all still alive. Jesus, that's a lot. Uh, yeah, it's fucking loads. But, you know, they're Catholics. They don't use Johnnies, do they? 
That's the thing, yeah. Fucking weirdos. Knock them out like fucking. They're just non-stop. No Johnny yeah. sex. That's what my granddad yeah. was into. They meant to use the. They meant to use the the, the rhythm method. I think they call it. <laughs> yeah, well, I tell you what, my old fucking granddad was no good at that. Clearly, <laughs> there's no fucking rhythm in that folly. It was really really jazz yeah. sex. Yeah, fucking absolutely useless on the dance floor. I bet he was <laughs> when he was doing the Lindy Hop or whatever they did in his day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyway, I said to my dad, I thought it's nice to my dad as well. I said, that's lovely, isn't it? Just get that book that your brother sent out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I went, Isn't it lovely? And my sister was there. Mm. And I went, oh, MJ, did you, get the, did you get the book that Uncle Paul sent out? She went, yeah. And I was like, it's lovely, isn't it? She went, yeah. And I said, I um, think I'm going to read it. And my dad went, ah, I wouldn't bother. I went, why not? He <laughs> went, it's not very good. <laughs> I went, well, that's, what? He went, it's not. Uh, he went, it's the sort of story that's kind of all right that for someone just to, like, write, maybe, but, like, but not to be published. It's not good enough. It shouldn't enough. have been published. I I've, went, hey, that's what he said. It shouldn't have been published. He said, that's not the point. He hasn't, but it's not available <laughs> in the shops. Your, your brother uh, has gone to the trouble of getting it. It's only been sent out to us because it's nice. Nah, it's not that good. It's, I, did, it's oh, not, I didn't enjoy not, it. He's put 10 copies of it on Amazon. I've been on there, give it two stars. <laughs> I said to him, fuck's sake, Dad. It's just a nice thing, is it? He went, yeah, maybe, but I mean, yeah. I just, I don't think it would actually have got published properly. And I said, well, no, clearly. And I went, I think that's a bit mean-spirited. I said, if, if, if I found a story written by you after you were dead or when you were still alive, I said, I'd be delighted to read it. And then he yeah. starts going, who on earth would write anything unless there was some sort of financial incentive? <laughs> and I went, well, <laughs> he went, I said, what, anything at all? He went, yeah, anything. Who, you can't tell me that anyone has ever written anything just for their own amusement. And I said, it's called fucking creative expression. It's almost the very essence of, of human existence. <laughs> I said, it's no different to people painting just for their own entertainment. He went, no one does that. And if they say they do, they're lying. Right, right, it's a commercial enterprise. (laughs) Yeah. And he said, look, painting's the same. He said, painting's the same, any of that stuff. No, everyone's only doing it because they're going to on the make. And if they can't make anything out of it because it's not good enough or whatever, then they're gutted. And I said, no, they're not. People do it to amuse them. He goes, no, no one's ever done that. So I said, so, well, that's a shame. Have you read it? No, but I'm going to. I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading it, genuinely. What's it called? Yelty. I think that's the name of the protagonist. Yelty. Yelty. Okay. Uh, I'll show you it. And this is no good for the listener, but... There it is. Can you see, All can right, you see yeah. that? There's a fella there and there's a couple uh, of... Oh, uh, man, is, that's a picture of Newry, is which that is where my granddad was from. And uh, is that a horse and cart in the background as well? Yeah, yeah. So it's got oh, it's got all the stuff that you had in olden times. Is, horse is and Yelty, cart, is, is Yelty the Irish horse? Geezer, gaslight, everything. Is Yelty the horse? Because Yelty says that a great name for a horse. Uh, the Adventures of Yelty. Oh, I saw my sister, and she was talking to me about horses. She's making a show. Get this. Imagine my excitement. My sister, who makes television programs, is making a show for Disney. Right. And guess what it's about? Are you allowed to say this, first of all? 
Probably not. But I won't <laughs> give away too many details. I won't say okay. the title or anything. Is it, is, it tell- about, is it about a horse called Yelty? It's got horses in it, right? Oh. No, she hasn't adapted my granddad's story. My dad would be like, you've adapted it for telly? Why? It's shit. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not fucking watching that. That's the sort of thing he'd say. Well, I won't be watching it, especially not if there's football on. Sorry. You just just had an insult to injury. It's not <laughs> no readable, so you're not watchable. <laughs> it's hard enough to fucking read, let alone watch, mate. <laughs> I tell you one thing about my dad. He was no writer. Fucking <laughs> 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 Yelty. Yelty. What kind of name is that for a book? Fucking Yelty. This Yelty. That. He should have called it something good. Yeah. Hey, Fucking Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. That's a good name for a book. Yeah. Yelty. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. Should have called it something a bit enigmatic, like Beyond the Prism, something like that. Yeah. Oh, here's that- another good one. Yeah. <laughs> Clockwork Orange gets you thinking, <laughs> doesn't it? Fucking something banging name you, for a book, that. Something that makes you open it up, have a look, say what's about. You're thinking Clockwork what, Orange. Oh, you, I'm interested. <laughs> I want to find out. What's this all about? Who's made it? What's it do? <laughs> Is it an orange that eats itself or peels itself? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, uh, anyway, no, it's about, it's about, Highwaymen mm. and highway women. Wee! Yeah. And my sister's a lot younger than me. And I'm like, this is, it's not Dick Turpin. I can tell you categorically it's not Dick Turpin. Okay. Obviously, I'm gutted. But I've said to her, fucking hell, you know I'm really into highwaymen. She thought I was yeah. joking. Do you need a and creative I was, consultant? I was like, yeah, I can work on this. I know everything. <laughs> right. I said, I'm fucking so into this. Like, I love Highwaymen. She went, no, you don't. I said, what are you fucking talking about? No, you I'm don't. playing Dick Turpin the old time and I was a kid before you even born. I've Ask done a anyone. podcast about it. <laughs> Ask anyone. I told her that today and she just like sort of looked, she sometimes looks at me with like a sort of a concern. Yeah. And she's never shot. I said, yeah, no, we did a whole series about Dick Turpin. We're really, in, I said, I'm bang into it. And then I started trying to yeah. make her watch Dick Turpin. She went, why? And I said, it's really well, like, art directed. Like, they get all the period details just right. You it's should directed by Charles Crichton, it. you know, who did the yeah. healing comedies. Yeah, she didn't. She she just sort of, like, patronises me in a kind way when I try to get, what, what, give her what was it? She, she's, what, she's She won a BAFTA or something. Or she won American an Bafta. Emmy. She won an, an Emmy. Emmy. Yeah, well, she was in LA and she won an Emmy. Well, and, uh, it sounds yeah. like she switched off now after winning yeah. that. But what, one thing I will tell you about this show she's making, um, mechanical horses, mate, they have to use them because uh, for some of the scenes where it's close-ups, it's easier to get a mechanical horse. Fucking put, hell. Put, like, horse skin over it, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's or real horse skin. skin or what. Yeah, skin lion is. skin. If you if you can't get horse skin, there's a lot of lion skin on the market <laughs> just, at the moment. It's a lot cheaper, but more or less looks the same. You have to you have to paint it a bit, change the shade of it, because horses tend to be a little bit browner. You know what's perfect for painting it with? Nineteen seventies Bisto. Bisto. Well, they, what colour would you describe the average horse as? They're Bisto coloured, aren't they? So, <laughs> if you want to make a horse, a mechanical horse, it's actually quite simple. You get some lion skin, you put it over the mechanical innards. Right, and then you just cover it in Bisto. Overnight, the Bisto dries. In the morning, Bob's your uncle. You've got a mechanical horse. 
Yeah, but she's well, also dealing with real horses. And, um, yeah, it was interesting. I had a really good horse chat with her. Good. Uh, but then, we're, and of course, we're talking about horses. My dad, really casual, mm. gives it like this. Because he's also like, if you're having a, if you're telling stories about things that you've done or, or stuff you're up to that's interesting or whatever, mm. he'll listen for a little bit. Mm. Oh, he'll listen. He'll nod yeah. along. He might Let's even show in. encouragement. But he'll bide his time. But, and but eventually, then. he'll go, he'll tell you a story, the gist of which is, you think that's good, cunt, but I'd done it and it was better. <laughs> what, what can your father have possibly done with horses that is well, better than having mechanical horses covered in pistol? It, it is better, right? Oh, fuck. You're not going to fucking believe. Oh, and he on, dropped then. it like it was the most casual thing to say. <laughs> he wait, He loved it. Because he listened to her talking about her highway yeah. woman showing the mechanical horses. Then he listened to did, me. Because yeah. I talked about, I made a documentary once where I had a, to interact with a horse and the horse ate my script, right? It's quite a good story. It's a good story. When he revealed it, did the words just slosh around in his mouth like a fine wine before he released He's just it. sort of like, he almost looks bored as he's yeah. telling it. He's yeah. going, oh, oh, you're making a big budget show for Disney, yeah, with horses, and you've even got some mechanical horses. Oh, that's nice. And what about you? Oh, you made a documentary, did you? And the horse came over and fucking got the script out your hand and ate it. Oh, yeah, yeah very funny, funny story. Very sweet. Right, everyone shut up and listen to this. I, in the 1970s, got a call from my mate Bill Johnson. He's always on about this geezer Bill Johnson who he knew in the 70s, right? <laughs> I never met the cunt, but apparently he was legendary. My brothers met him and he was like this geezer who'd always call up with a bit of work for my dad. My dad was like, didn't yet have a proper career. He was scabbing around. He's got, I've got a bit of work. And he were always making, Bill Johnson had some camera equipment. So, and in the seventies, that was a really big deal, right? Jesus. (laughs) So my dad goes, yeah, Bill Johnson called up. He said, we got a gig for Blue Peter. (laughs) He went, so it's already we better. Up, we turned up to this place in Oxfordshire and we had Leslie Judd with us. <laughs> and I've gone, what? My sister, Judd. who was born in the middle of the 80s, is just like, doesn't know who Leslie Judd is, right? So she's yeah. at the moment like, oh, I'm not that, so far, not, I'm still confused. And I've gone, what? I went, how the fuck? First of all, rewind. What are you working for, Blue Peter? Why didn't you tell me that before? We went, ah. Bill Johnson, isn't it? I mean, yeah. he'd just call up and you just, you never knew where you were going to turn, what, what yeah. gig he'd worked out. They just needed a one-off bit of filming, so they called Bill Johnson. He called me to come and help out. Fingers in pies, wasn't it, Bill Johnson? Yeah. But two words. How did I work for Blue Beater? I'll explain that in two words. Bill Johnson. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> the answer to so many questions in life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look up the index in my fucking memoir. Bill Johnson. About a thousand entries. <laughs> For any of our listeners who don't know who Leslie Judd is, she was basically the... Um, the she was in the middle of the Peter Purvis John Nook sandwich in the late yeah. 70s and very early 80s. But listen to this, right? You're not going to believe it. And hands up, I'm not sure I believe it, but I will say one thing about my dad is, is that he doesn't lie. Right, mm. he t- he tells stories that are funny, but he's not like he's not a liar. I mean, he's he yeah. lies about all sorts of things. I mean, in his marriages, 
he has lied Fuck. repeatedly. But when it comes to yeah. anecdotes, they're yeah. kind of, I, I, I believe, he just goes like this. He goes, yeah, so we turned out and it was about horses. So uh, we had this horse, right? He said, <laughs> and we said to Leslie, Jay goes, well, there's only two of us. Bill Johnson had the camera and I was supposed to be doing the sound recording. <laughs> what? You don't know about sound He goes, so I said to, we said to Leslie Judd, right, get up on that horse, yeah? And then all you have to do, get up on the horse. And she said, I can't really ride a horse. And we said, don't worry about that. There's a handler here. The horse isn't going anywhere. You just get up on it and then you do your piece to camera to us from the horse. Bang, job yeah. done. Yeah. So she went, all right. He said she got on the horse. As soon as she's on it, bang, the horse has taken off. Oh. Right? He went, not at a canter. It galloped, right? And we looked around at each other. And the producer who was working with us said, I've lost Leslie Judd. He went, this <laughs> horse took off across the whole field, right? Then it went through the fucking... He said it went through two hedges and then... Across a busy road, like a dual carriageway, with Leslie Judd on it, screaming her head off. And it just disappeared, and then they couldn't see her anymore. And I said, did you chase it? And he looked at me like, did I what? I said, did you chase it? He went, why on earth would I have chased it? I said, because you were there responsible for Leslie Judd. And the horses run off with Leslie Judd on it. He went, these were very fast horses. It would have been pointless me chasing it. There was no way I could have kept up with the horse. No. So what happened in the can. end? He said, well, she fell off. <laughs> right? She fell off the horse. And luckily she just had bruises. Jesus and Christ. eventually she just limped back and found us in the field. He went, but it was very funny because the producer who was there, who was basically the boss, who was there on behalf of the BBC, he was crying his eyes out. And I went, what? He said, this is it. My career's over. I can't believe what's happened. This is the biggest disaster to have ever happened in my career. And I was just laughing at him going, pull yourself together. What's the big deal? He said, you know, it was some tit. He went, it was some public school tit from the BBC. Public school at Oxbridge, probably. That's what he said. And he relished in saying that a man from public school at Oxbridge had basically ended up making shows for BBC and then collapsed like a jelly into tears at the first sign of trouble. Wow. <laughs> and my like, dad's there going, what are you worried about? Really this and that. He's going, what? Leslie Judd's the star of the show and the horse ran off across a fucking road. She could have died. He's going, yeah, but she didn't die. We got so, it on camera. It looks really good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he dropped that. And then shortly after, he just he said, I'm going home now. Yeah, said, don't you want to watch City Liverpool? He went, no. I recorded that. I'd rather watch it at home without distractions. On my own. <laughs> yeah. He knew I'd have it on. But he thought, fuck that. He went, I'm just going to ignore it while I'm here because I prefer to watch it on my own without distractions. Fucking hell. Legend. Brilliant. Great game as well. And then Lots it's of sort of like, then it's kind of like, I mean, this is the first time he's been round to my house for lunch in probably over a year. So he's come in. He's declared his own dad's book shit. He's told yeah. a story about losing Leslie Judd on a horse. And then yeah. he's basically just said, I'm away home to watch this football match going on live on my own. And then it was sort of like, if he'd had a mic, he would have dropped it as he walked yeah. out the door. I've got to watch this really <laughs> interested and excited football match without any of you. <laughs> See ya, cunts. <laughs> <laughs> See ya, cunts. All the best. 
See you in a year. Fantastic. When I fucking brighten yeah. up your lives again for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Right, we'll leave it there, I reckon. <laughs> Unless you've got anything else to add. No, I think that's it. <laughs> Sam okay, out. It's been very helpful for all of us. Mm. Um, quick update on the predictions. Uh, quite a... Um, well, two points for you, four points for me, four points for results. Well, it's not good enough for me. Uh, that puts you on 25. I'm on 38. Result spot's on 39. So, um, yeah, make of that what you will. Um, yeah, throughout the week, there will be uh, regular episodes mm-hmm. and all of that. Uh, tickets on sale now for all of our live shows. Have a look on our website, which I think is tftimemachine.com. And there'll be links to all of the shows London, that we're going to do. London, Nottingham, uh, Newcastle, Leeds, Sheffield, Glasgow. I think that's it. Glasgow. I think that's it, yeah. There might be another one. can't remember what it is. But, um, yeah, loads of fun. Come along and uh, see us in the flesh. Don't try and approach us, though, because, as we know, COVID is making a return and we don't want to catch it off you. No. So, uh, no touching, no sneezing. No, especially not sneezing. All right, then. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.